Hello everyone. How are you doing today or tonight or whatever time it is and listening to this podcast? Today I want to, uh, on this podcast, I want to talk about something that, that, you know, was on my mind just the other day. I was on the dating line and this guy had posted on his profile he's 78 years young okay 78 years young and he was looking for a relationship or whatever with boys between the age of 18 and 25 so first thing came to my mind was is he a pedophile? I mean, 18 years old, no, I guess. But a 78-year-old man only wants to have relationships with an 18-year-old to a 25-year-old. Then, of course, he did put in his profile that um, he doesn't have ED, but he can still get a hard-on. But he did, he just doesn't know when it's going to happen. It can't happen. It can't happen. And so I was thinking, well, maybe that's why he might want a younger guy for the sex part. But then why 18 to 25? Why couldn't it have been a 50 or a 40? I mean, they, most guys could still get it up at that age. Then this other thing came to me, as you know, I've been saying in my podcast about the books I've written. And when the pedophile came to me, I did write uh, a piece in my book, uh, Nemesis Horizon Project of Reptilian Logs, of the two gay lovers, Stefan and David. Um, Stefan was a hybrid, reptilian hybrid, but he was going, he was having this relationship where he married this human, and together they had three sons and he caught his his lover by accident giving one of the sons a bath because they was like five years old and he found that David was playing with the son sexually and I wrote that in the book and um, the reviewers, people who reviewed the book, that th- it was very disturbing to them. They didn't give the, they gave me a, a one star because of that that scene and another scene. They felt it was one star. They felt that it it dealt on uh, pornography with, with children with pedophile. And all and what I was writing in the book was an experience that I've experienced that people don't seem to want to talk about. I mean. I can understand pedophile, if you're an adult, a full-grown adult, um, having fooling around sexually with anybody under 18, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, if you're 18 years old fooling around with somebody 16, I don't think you're a pedophile. But if you're 40 or 25 fooling around with somebody five years old, yes, to me. For me, I was never into young boys so yeah I may have a problem understanding that 
I mean, the problem, I, I just may have a problem understanding that. Um, I'm one of those guys who were into older men. In fact, the first person who taught me about sex was an older woman. I was 13 and she was 16. I mean, um, but then my next sexual experience was with an older man. I was at that time, I was 21, he was 40. And I've always been into older men. I wasn't really in, interested in having sexual affairs with anybody my age or younger. And believe it or not, to this day, I'm not. I mean, as you say, I told you about the 78-year-old. I'm looking at 78-year-old profiles. I'm not looking at 18-year-old profiles. So I thought about this pedophile. And I thought about a uh, sexual uh, relationship with older men, uh, human, uh, well, older men, and how I, I wrote that in my book. And the reason why I wrote that in my book is something I experienced um, when I got sober. I was in a rehab, and when I came out to rehab, I had to see a psychiatrist for 30 days or whatever to recover. So in my book, I wrote about an incident where I had three psychiatrists in the 80s when I was trying to get sober and try to get skinny. I used to be 400 pounds. I know you. I've said that a hundred times. And they always want me to talk about no, well, they always ask me first, do I ever think I was sexually abused? And I was, I would get angry. I said, no, I was never sexually abused. And I thought about it and thought about it. And no, as I got older, as I got sober, and as I say, as my brain clear out, and I started writing this book, it dawned on me. When I was a kid, I used to have, well, at that time, nightmares. I used to have nightmares of sitting on the bed, the edge of the bed, with a wrinkled dick in my face. I remember those dreams. I had them in my teens, when I was a teenager. And they started in my teens. When I, I guess it started when I, when I sexually became aware of what sex is all about. That was in my teens, early teens. And certain things started to, how you say, 2020 is hindsight, is, 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 is hindsight you know. Things started to come to me about my childhood. I had a stepfather and a stepgrandfather. And I remember, I had to be like five, six, maybe seven years old. And... I remember every time we went to my aunt house, um, he didn't. Ha my stepfather didn't have a car, so we always went with my uncle. Always take him to his house. They live in Long Island to hang out, you know. And my stepfather always wanted me to sit on his lap, because back in those days, he, it's a regular car. So if you have three people in the front, three people in the back, and you're a kid, a five-year-old kid, you're going to sit on somebody's lap. So I wanted sitting on my grandfather's lap. Now, this is, this is hindsight. This is not at the time. At the time, I didn't think this. This is what now I'm thinking about it. When I was sitting on his lap, I know what I felt. 
I'm quite now I know what I felt he had a heart on. My stepfather had a heart on while I was sitting on his lap. And he always wanted me to sit on his lap. Now, that was after I got older. That's after I, I didn't even think about it until when I was writing my book. All this came out. You know, I was I was subtitled my book also based on um on a true story because it's it's my this is my life. This is what I went through. The other thing I experienced um that when I grew up I grew up in an apartment with my grandmother, my mother. And most of the time I spent most of my time with um my grandmother at her apartment. Then my mother, my mother moved out. She got married, moved out. I didn't get along with my stepfather. I was young, so my grandmother told me that I could stay with them, her husband, my step grandfather, and her until I get used to the idea of my mother being married, you know. But we in the winter time, it was a, what they call a cold water flat. Now we're talking about years ago, a cold water flat on the first floor. Um, it was it was a three-story apartment building. We lived on the back, uh, a two-bedroom. I had to sleep on the couch in the living room. My step-grandfather was a truck driver, so he always leave like 5.30, 6.30 in the morning um, to go to work. We had um, the guy to turn the heat on. Mind you now, this is cold water flat. They heat by coal. And... The guy who who ran the house usually don't come in there to like 5.30 to get the heat on. So the heat be up by 6 o'clock. Most people get up at 6. So my grandfather, so my grandmother, my grandfather, they bought a, a, a gas heater that was in the living room. I slept in the living room. And I remember to this day, I slept in the room. And I remember I couldn't wait for my grandfather to come out the shower. Why I couldn't wait for my grandfather to come out the shower? Because every time he comes out the shower, he dries himself off in front of the gas heater. Now, mind you, I was sleeping on the couch. And he would come to the face where my face is on the couch and start drying his crotch off. Now, I didn't realize it till then. I realize it now. He had a heart on. What would have happened? I don't know what would have happened. I always slept with the covers over my head, so I was peeking. I'm quite sure he must have known I was peeking, or he wouldn't have a heart on where my head was drying himself off. Is that sexual abuse? Is that pedophilia? I don't know. I'm only saying what I experienced. So, I'm going to read you an excerpt from my book of what I experienced with my stepfather. I'm talking to the psychiatrist in the book. As far back as I can remember, my mom told me that my dad, my biological dad, died in the war. This was why I had a stepdad and not a real dad. However, she never mentioned anything about my granddad or any grandparents of any kind. On my fifth birthday, I received a gift from my granddad. My mom just gave me the gift and said nothing more about it or him or about him. The gift turned out to be a toy, but it was also a communication device to talk to my biological granddad. 
I wanted so so much for for him to live with me because I knew deep down that the man pretending to be my dad hated me. He had to hate me because he was always beating me, beating me and my mom for anything he could think of. I remember my stepdad giving me baths. He would be totally naked as he washed me all over. After he dried me all over, he would give me piggyback rides as he took me to my bedroom. I remember the sensation I felt in my groin area. As I rolled him into my bedroom, my genitals would rub against his very hairy back. I think I got an erection. He would drop me off off his back onto my bed and I sat there with his genitals and my face. He let me play with it until he got an erection. Then he would put it in my mouth. I wanted it. I thought if I sucked his dick, he would love me. As I got older and realized that I was different, at least my stepdad made me feel that way. I never thought about it ever again. Isn't that what reptilians do? So, yes. This, what I just read you, did come to my mind when I was reading this book about what went on in my childhood. Now, the, the, the beginning of the part about the granddad and the communicator, of course, that's that's um, fiction. I put that in there to start the story off. But the stepdad part, yes, I do remember that. And I remember that I used to have dreams. And I didn't have the dreams until I got to my teenage about sitting on, 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 on edge of the bed with a wrinkled dick in my face. And there is more to that story, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this to it. When my dad came home drunk one night, I remember he came home drunk, and he had to go to the bathroom. He couldn't. He was so drunk he couldn't stand up. I was 16 years old at the time. My mother woke me up and asked me to take him to the bathroom because he couldn't stand up to pee. I remember I took him to the bathroom. I took out his dick and he started to pee. And I remember this. And I was 16 years old and I got an erection looking at him peeing. Now, as being sexually, if you want to consider that sexually abuse, I'm not going to judge it. I mean, that's your judgment. Was he a pedophile? I don't know. This is what I experienced. Now, I am not one of those people who I was sexually, if I was sexually abused, I'm not one of those people who's going to say that what made me gay. No, I think, I mean, one of the reasons why I even put that in the book, because it was like, well, uh, I, I am gay and I do like men. I mean, I mean, it, was it his, was it because of him? Or was it because of my grandfather? I mean, I don't, step-grandfather that is. I don't know. It is what it is. My dad used to say that. It is what it is. I'm not going to make more out of it. It may, the all this incidents as a childhood may have made me what I am today. So there you go. My story and my, my, my thing on pedophilia. When are you a pedophile? A 78-year-old man who wants to have sex with an 18-year-old boy, is he a pedophile? An 18-year-old boy who wants to have sex with a 5-year-old boy, is he a pedophile? Now, we all agree the 18-year-old boy wanting to have sex with a 5-year-old is definitely a pedophile. Because it's like me. 
I don't I I don't want to have sex. I never did want to have sex. Well, now I'm older, but when I was in my 20s or 30s, I didn't I wasn't really interested in any guy my age or younger. But then as I got older, I mean, now, I mean, <laughs> and to, oh, the older you get, you're running out of sex uh people to have sex with <laughs> as you get older. So you got to um relax your or restrictions a little bit. So, I call this segment Pedophilia, the elephant in the room, because nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. I've had some women talk about it, and they, they're very uh, uh, dramatized by their sex, sexual abuse experience. But I just told you, my sex, if it's sexual abuse, what I went through as a child. This is Eric. Thank you for listening to the craziness that lives inside my head.